RadioInfluence.com. All right, guys, welcome to Live Bold and Boss Up again this week. Dude, we're going to be talking about happiness and how to be happy and how to find sustainable happiness. I feel like we're, we do a really good job of that. And uh, <laughs> now you have to post a video of what you're doing. <laughs> I just keep thinking of the song because I'm happy. It's been in my head all day. Without a roof. Yes. Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, so many people are so focused on the wrong things. Right. And they're, they like have this sense of negativity towards them or, and I don't know what it is, but you can tell like a happy person from a non-happy person, from a distracted person, from someone who doesn't quite know how to get there, but they want to be there. Of course, everybody wants to be happy. Right. Yeah. Everyone wants to be happy. And I think sometimes happy, what can make a person happy is different to each person. And there's also things that I think people think can make them happy, but in reality, it will just make us happy in the short term. Right. Long term. Right. Like, like this being in a state of euphoria is not really sustainable. It's just like for the moment you're happy. Right. Like money, material things, those sorts of things. Sure. Like it can make us happy for a little bit, but it won't keep us happy. Right. Exactly. Maybe we should start from the, from the beginning and talk about, there's like actually two types of, of happiness um, factors that are actually derived from Aristotle no, my ancestor. Philosopher. I know. I thought you would like that. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I was, so I was doing all this research on it and these Greek names, I was hoping you can pronounce them because I was like, how, I don't want to butcher them. Well, I know this first one, Hedonia. Uh-huh. That you have here is happiness, which is energized or from pleasure. So something that feels good fulfilling desires, experiencing enjoyment, self-care, and it feels short-term, but is that short-term? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is, you're right. It feels, it's like more short-term. It's like when you kind of get pleasure from winning a baseball game or, you know, just doing, um, little things like getting a massage, right. It's just, temporary pleasures that are going to go away once, once it's done, when something else comes along. Right. Um, but I feel like we, we need those things. Like it's okay to have them. For sure. It's still happiness. I think it's just, uh, it's just not sustainable. Okay. Yeah. And then there's you, you, eudaimonia, eudaimonia. <laughs> no, eudaimonia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is the one I was like, right? right. I'm I'm probably butchering it. (laughs) It's E U D A I M O N I A. And this was really um, 
the happiness type that's derived from like virtue and purpose driven um, experiences and happiness. So this sounds more long-term, like Mm -hmm. deep down true happiness. Right. So this, this is something you can get from really fulfilling um, maybe an internal passion that you have, or you know how sometimes you have that like gut, like, Hey, this would be so awesome if we did this. And then I feel like a lot of the times people don't act on that. They just say it and then they don't put those actions toward it. And that would maybe fulfill their purpose and, and then make them um, more, more of a long-term happiness or a sustainable happiness. Right. So what would be a good example of this? Maybe having surrounding yourself with good people that, you know, fulfill you and that you can fulfill each other, but surrounding yourself with good people, good environment to make you happy that way, I feel like would be a good example. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, doing, doing more of the like charity, maybe work or something that gives you a sense of community. It's okay. I, yeah. That's a good one. Good example. Cause for some reason, like if you ever find yourself, I feel like a lot of people don't realize it, but when they're in the middle of giving back or making someone else happy, for some reason, they in turn feel almost happier than that person receiving. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like you're putting positive energy out and you're getting it tenfold. Right. What about being in a job that fulfills you and makes you happy? I feel like yeah. so many times people are so unhappy in their jobs And they just stay with it because it's a job, but you don't have to. You can be in a job that fulfills you and that you're happy doing. And you actually, you know, you, you get something out of it as well. Yeah. Hands down. I think that's huge. Um, You know, if you're in a job where you feel like your boss is kind of, you know, inappropriate, or maybe you just feel like the work isn't, is grinding and you're not, you know, filling that void, you, 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 it's, it's funny. I don't know the words to put it into. Right. But when you're, when you're in that moment and you're regretting going to work every day and you don't want to go, that's like, that's That's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. You should really enjoy going to work every day um, or enjoy whatever you're spending your time in. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, and like you said, I, both types, both buckets of happiness are important. You need those short-term boosts and then you need the long-term sustainable happiness Mm -hmm. for sure. I feel like, um, some of that, that like fake happiness per se, or the little like serotonin boosts or the, you know, those short-term little feel goods, um, that are in today's society, for example, is like social media, like checking your social media because, oh, you have a hundred likes on this. That kind of gives you that, like, Ooh, that good little happy boost right? for a few minutes. And then it goes away. I feel like people get addicted to things because of that, like social media or, you know, other forms of addiction that can give you that short-term happiness. 
That's a really good point because if you're only filling that bucket of short-term happiness, you're going to be shook real quickly when that person cuts you off in traffic or, you know, someone in, in a business setting doesn't respond nice enough to you or positively enough to your idea or something. It's that happiness isn't, you know, going to last, right. If you're only filling that bucket of happiness. This is great and all, but let's break it down to more simple steps. Yeah. Let's focus on how to bring eudaimonia or a long-term, <laughs> <laughs> or a long-term happiness. What steps can we do to help help you happy in the long term? Uh, I think number one is do not think negatively or in a negative way. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds this, simple. Right. Simple enough, right? It does. But, um, you know, I think at first you'll probably notice yourself saying something negative and, you know, that's fine. Just whatever, say it, notice that you're saying it. Maybe next time you just think it instead of say it. And soon enough, once you, once you, you know, kind of nip that negativity out, hopefully it, it, it doesn't even pop into your head anymore. Right. Um, like, like for example, right now I get, um, no, like I, I try to get upset with my children. I try to keep my ears open for words that they say, like, I can't, Mm -hmm. I think that that is a negative term and it, it, it kind of goes back inward. And then, and then I don't think like subconsciously that they feel like they can when they say that out loud. Right. Have you ever noticed some people are just, there's some people out there that are just always negative and they think the worst in things. And I feel like those are people that are never happy. Like you can't ever make them happy. Right. Right. Because I don't, I don't think they can get past this point of just scratch that negative, you know, it's going to come into your head, right? You're going to have those weird, not so positive thoughts, but check them. You you certainly don't want to say them because words are powerful thinking them too. I mean, you, you want to try to like notice, I think that first step is noticing that you're being negative and try not to, to, for it to come out verbally or, or think about it, try to break it down into steps and, and knock that out. Right. And I think you should either think of the positive in it, in the situation, like, yeah, that really sucks that that happened, but now I don't have to do this, you know, like try to turn it into a positive. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Like, Hey, if, if there is like some sort of a failure, great, because you probably learn from it and, and we can't grow and learn if you don't have a failure. We've said that so many times in so many episodes. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And you'll, you'll remember more of the good things and the bad things. Like instead of, you know, the negative things that you won't even remember in, you know, a month or two, you'll remember the good things and how it made you feel. You'll remember that over the negativity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, How about try to pursue things that are natural or that have value to you? For example, um, like you mentioned earlier, volunteering or giving back, um, even walking by someone on the side of the road and, you know, offering them your, the rest of your lunch or, you know, something like that, just giving back, um, something that will make someone else happy. I feel like will make you happier as well, which you already said, but doing those little steps, but that's like a huge step. Like, 
you know, you have to do things that are, that are intrinsic to you. Like you almost have to go to your gut. Like when you are walking by that person and you feel it like, Oh, I should really give them this lunch. Like I don't need it, whatever, like do it because that move right there is, it's going to make you feel so, so much, so much positivity, right? It's going to make you feel so good. And you want to make sure that when you're pursuing things that are natural or intrinsic value to you, that it doesn't really equate to like money or status. Mm-hmm. It's not superficial. Right. Um, I think another step would be enjoying the moment, each moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find myself doing that more. Um, and then I find myself slipping out sometimes when I'm, I have a list of things I have to get done, but really it helps you kind of focus in and remember the good times. So if you're enjoying the moment, like when you and I do, you know, record the podcast, like we really enjoy goofing off and chatting and we're like, it's such a feel good high when we're done because we, we really are in it in the moment. And, um, I don't know. I I really like that. I feel like it helps you remember the good things, which then helps you, um, just, you know, it helps you not worry. Right. And helps you not stress because you're not thinking about the next thing you're thinking about what's happening now and you can focus on it and be present. Right. I feel like there's so many, like so many little steps that you could add in here that I just keep thinking of. I was just thinking of, um, you know, achieving your goals, you know, writing them down and like, achieving them like that is just a sense of accomplishment and that makes you happy. And that's, you know, I think that's a long-term happiness as well because that's personal growth. So I think things like that. And then also, um, being healthy, like if you're healthy and you're getting enough sleep and you're eating right, you're going to feel better. So you can be happier. I was totally going to write that down. But I feel like I say that all the time. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just not going to say that because I say it all the time. And but it's true. That's like the kind of the root of everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's for good, like mind health, body health. And then, you know, I think you're going to, you know, be happier and, you know, just think more positive if you're, if you're healthy and everything is taken care of. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's important to be grateful and I'm a big um, believer in this is um, keeping a gratitude journal, um, writing down the things that you're thankful for every day, either at the beginning of each day or at the end of each day. It doesn't really matter when I do it at the end, but just kind of remembering things throughout the day that you were thankful for. And it can be something so simple, but maybe throughout the day you were so busy and you didn't think about it, or you were just so stressed throughout the day. And then at the end of the night, you can sit down and reflect about, wow, like that was a great day. I'm so thankful that, you know, I had this tough situation because it made me stronger because of it, or I got, I had to stand up for myself and, um, you know, just little things like that. I feel it helps you be happier in the long term. Yeah. I love that. That's really important. I I'm thinking like I have this, this notebook next to my bed and I'm like, Oh, I haven't written in there in a while about what I am thankful for. So 
I'm going to do that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go do that too. I haven't done it in a, in a little while. <laughs> and I think it's easy to get complacent. Like once you're doing all these things and you're writing in your journal and everything is great and you're happy and life is good, then it's easy to get, you know, lazy and whenever everything is going well, and then you stop doing it. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, Oh, why do I feel like something's missing or not happy? And then you're like, well, I wasn't kind of taking care of myself and writing in my journal and, you know, taking all those steps that I was doing before to make me happy. Yeah. So I feel I like, it. yeah, there's, there's steps that we could be doing all day to, you know, keep us in check. And if you're not happy now, you know, you can start with baby steps. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if there's something like deeper that is causing your unhappiness, go talk to somebody. I think, you know, talking is, you know, you can't underestimate the power of that. Just getting it out. Um, a journal can also be used for that, but I think talking to a professional or someone that can help guide you or talk you through it, um, you know, is very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's, what's the point, right? What's the point of, of moving through life and not being happy. That's definitely a huge step you need to take and to get there. And I love how we were able to not only explain a couple different types of happinesses, but also break it down into steps on, okay, but how can you get there? So I really, um, I really thought this was powerful. Yes. You know what else makes me happy? What? Animals. (laughs) (laughs) Animals are good, a good idea because they've, I feel like they've started bringing a lot more dogs into the hospitals. And- I know. And you can t- talk to them, vent to your dog if you need right. to, or your hamster or your cat. Right. And hey, I bet that would be a good bonding experience too, because they're hearing your voice and they're with you and, mm-hmm. and then you know, release it and get it out. That's right. They're the best listeners and they won't judge you. That's right. I love it. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining in. And I, we hope that uh, this helped. Let us know. Send us a note, an email, like, subscribe. And um, until next time, guys, live bold and boss up. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. If you guys listened to my episode a couple of weeks ago, you will have um, you would have heard me speaking about my experience with my Instagram account being disabled. And I'm still going through all of the, the processes trying to get my account back. And during this journey, I've been really blessed to meet a lot of different people who have been going through the same thing. And so today I have Lynn, who is um, actually in the state of Michigan. How are you, Lynn? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me, Tracy. Oh, you are so welcome. And Lynn actually found me on Instagram. We both have been following the hashtag disabled account and reaching out to people. So her and I connected and she has a very similar story to mine. And I just wanted to have her on so we could talk about it because I'm just learning more and more each day how this is becoming such a big problem for so many, you know, influencers, you know, celebrities, athletes, everything. And it's just very frustrating when you're really caught in the middle of it. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.